This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Schneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. Today is Holocaust Remembrance Day, and friends and family of Honey and Barry Sherman are launching a new initiative to market. Liberation 75, named for the 75th anniversary, is a program designed to educate students about the Holocaust and provide a lesson about what can happen when hate goes unchecked. It'll be a global gathering of Holocaust survivors, descendants, and liberators, giving students the opportunity to hear from the last remaining survivors. And this is something that is really necessary. I'm going to give you a few shocking numbers from some recent polls. One in five young people don't know what the Holocaust is, and 75% of millennials have never heard of Auschwitz. So let's go to Marilyn Sinclair, who is the founder of Liberation 75. Marilyn, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you so much for inviting me. So I gather that you came up with this idea and actually talked about it with philanthropist Honey Sherman before she was found murdered. That's right. So this was an idea that actually came about as an extension of something that happened in the 1980s when we had the global gathering movement across the world. In Canada, we had the Canadian Gathering of Holocaust Survivors and Descendants in 1985 to commemorate the 40th anniversary of liberation. And it was a time when the Holocaust survivors were not speaking about their experiences. The children of survivors didn't know anything about the Holocaust or their parents' experiences. And it became such an, an important event for so many people, myself included. I went with my Holocaust survivor father to Ottawa for three days, where we heard people speak for the first time about the Holocaust. And after that time, I always promised my father I would organize another one when the timing was right. Unfortunately, he passed away nine years ago, and the timing really wasn't right in his lifetime. But 2020 marks the 75th anniversary of liberation. And now we're at another very critical point because we're losing the survivors, we're losing our witnesses, and we have to ask the question, where do we go from here? How do we ensure that the Holocaust doesn't just become a footnote in, in history, in a, you know, in a history book that nobody knows about? You know, it, it's interesting. My parents also went through the Holocaust. Uh, they might have hesitated to call themselves survivors because they were not in a concentration camp, even though I know the definition of survivor is broader than that. And, and we learned about it in school, but they were reluctant to talk about their experiences. And, mm-hmm. you know, interestingly, last week I had the great pleasure of interviewing Dr. Ruth Westheimer yeah. that will be coming up. And there's a documentary about her life uh, that is largely focused on her experience with the Holocaust. And I asked her, why are you doing this now? And it's because she didn't talk about it much. And we are now seeing an increase in in Holocaust denial in anti-Semitic incidents. And she's 92 when she says this is really important. Mm -hmm. And I think that people are recognizing that Holocaust and genocide education is really a lesson for all humanity, that people need to embrace these messages or 
we're just going to allow the hate to just fester in our society and grow. And you launched this at William Lyon McKenzie School. Tell me about that. We had our launch this morning at 11 a.m., and it was absolutely fantastic. Coincidentally, the Toronto District School Board chose this location, not recognizing that this was really the place where most Holocaust survivors settled, the area of Bathurst Manor. And the children of survivors, like myself, came to this school. So it was so ironic. Um, And we had uh, politicians and media. um, We had students performing, a very diverse group of students showing us that the Holocaust resonates with them, that it matters. We had films, we had speakers. It was a, a very emotional morning. Uh, and and your event next year, you're going to bring 7,000 people. Uh, uh, why Toronto? Toronto, I believe, is one of the most diverse cities in the world. I think it is a city that stands as a model to other cities across the world to say that we can coexist in harmony together. And not just exist, but acceptance and inclusion and diversity. I think that that represents Toronto. We have a fantastic convention centre. We are on train lines. We're easy access from the airports. Um, We're just a great place to hold an event like this. And I'll tell you that when I first started talking to American partners, they said they didn't want it in the United States. And that certainly never happened before. Really? Yes, they said Canada is a much better place to have a conference that is is set on human rights and trying to teach people about how to be good citizens. And uh, we're starting to run out of time. In what way is this a a tribute to the Shermans? So the first person who I spoke to about this idea was Honey. She was a a really good friend of mine. We worked very closely together as lay leaders um, at the Newberger Holocaust Education Centre. I knew she was passionate about this and about Jewish community and about Toronto. And I could always go to her to find out whether an idea would fly or not. She was just brilliant about what works and what doesn't and whether something's necessary or not. And she looked at me. She said, I love it. I'm in. It's perfect. We need to ensure that the students know about the Holocaust. We can highlight Toronto. We can build the community. We can build this as an event with participating organizations from around the world. And right now we have over 70 participating organizations. And she just saw it for what it was, really a a time to bring best practices all together, to bring the students in, the teachers in, really educate a whole new generation about the Holocaust. Well, that's very good work. Marilyn Sinclair, congratulations, and thank you for being with us. Thank you so much, Libby. Pleasure speaking with you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.